today we're doing an episode on jewelry and pop culture, like um, movies and comic books and books and TV shows. So, um, because we realized that it is everywhere, like once you start seeing jewelry, or because we are very attuned to see jewelry and yeah. to recognize it everywhere, um, we are always looking for it because we, we study it, it's our topic, no? But, uh, and once you start seeing it, it's, it's like <laughs> so many references. Yeah, exactly. And also, this episode is fun. Yes, <laughs> it's, just, it's just very relaxed. Yeah. So, um, we wanted to start with a classic, with uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. I mean, it's like this very obvious first um, reference. reference you can have when you talk about jewelry and, and pop culture. It's in the title. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't seen the movie recently, but... But we did research again. <laughs> um, so it's about, it's about her, um, this woman who doesn't have the money to afford jewelry at Tiffany's, but she longs for it. That's the whole point. Like, she's longing for the glamour yeah. and the luxury, and she is kind of faking it the whole time that she can have this life or has this life and with the idea that she will be happy if she has it yeah because jewelry at the end in this case is regarded as a status status point so if you have jewelry if you can afford it then you are important not important but um, yeah but i mean you it's it's what she wants to achieve and wants to achieve in life so it's it's another social class she will be in and then she can finally be happy or something. It's like this <laughs> yes. longing for something you don't have. Yeah, this wanting to, like wanting a brand because you think that that will make you happy and will make you worthy and whole. So it's kind of it. sad, actually. It's very sad. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, the role jewelry plays in the movie is quite important. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole point, no? That she wants to be able to afford this jewelry. Yeah. To yeah, have. but uh, also because it represents this desire of her, this this want to be important and uh, yeah, this social also yeah, the social cues yeah. Mm -hmm. So and in 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 this sense, she um, it doesn't even matter what she has from Tiffany's. It's about having something from there. <laughs> and we were we were looking about um, what she what she has, and it's. Just the engraving is the only thing she can afford? Yeah, like this little plastic ring. And then she goes to Tiffany's and she sent, she she asks it for it to be engraved. And after some back and forth with the salesman, then she is able to do it. So it's, it's not <laughs> like... And she's she super kind of, happy. Yeah. Wait, she's super happy to have Yeah, that. I mean, it's best than nothing. It's, it's the first step, you know, the engraving from the place. So... Yes. Um... <laughs> Jewelry as, as this way to feel um, validation and um, social status and importance mm -hmm. um, is, yeah, I think it's very clear in this movie. Yeah. yeah, but talking about status and also importance, but taking a bit more also, we have um, gentlemen prefer, prefer English, prefer blondes. Yes, uh, with Marilyn Monroe, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, with um, Diamonds are a girl's best friend. 
the which classic. Is amazing. <laughs> I love the song and her and all these men parading around her. Kind of, they're all dressed the same and they all bring <laughs> her diamonds and she's just like, she doesn't care about the men, she cares about the diamonds. And the, you know, yes. Yeah, but that's the whole point, no? Yeah, but, but also put, put women in a very futile space. I mean, not really, because it's a way that you have to ensure, uh, as you said, economical stability, no? See, so I, that's I, the whole the whole idea of it. But yeah, I think, and also, like, the time the movie was made has to put into context. So um, she goes from um, this position of the woman is the accessory to the man, like, she is the object he adorns himself with, to saying, no, I will use a man to get jewelry, because at the end jewelry will be my financial um like security um yeah it's, it's my income in a way yeah like and i will use my sexiness to have men to have income but yeah. without sex yeah i mean and in a way also to something it's not because it could be money but she wants diamonds and jewelry she wants something that will stay forever that will not change it's an investment, and um, they it's will. Power it's power. In the end. I think she changes, not she, but the movie changes this vision. Like, uh, I'm not being used by men. Men are not using me. I am using the man, and I am using how I'm taking everything, mm-hmm. diamonds in this case, from them to myself. Mm-hmm. Because yes, yeah. diamonds will be only good. For me and the men, yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, men a, die. <laughs> yeah, they and they lose interest. I think that's she has this very um, realistic view, realistic and shallow uh, view of of how relationships are. That it's about it's a transaction. Mm. You know, you give something and you get something. Yeah. So and even at the end of the movie, um, she's questioned about like. Oh, you want the man only for the money? And she's like, yes, but he wants me only because I'm beautiful. So, uh, to be yeah. honest, like this is a it's a good transaction for me. <laughs> I will how, get you know yeah, how society and the social relations work at the time, yeah. and we can also say today perhaps. And situation. yes, yeah, for sure. And, and then yeah. she and then yeah. she's also kind of saying. It's and it's not that I don't like him. I mean, we can fall in love, but also, if I would be ugly, he would not look at me. And he, if he had no money, I would. Not I would not look at him. But we have that, and then we can move on to other things as well. So she's like very cold in that sense, and it's amazing. Yes, girl power. <laughs> yeah, in a in a very ridiculous way. Yes, like she. It makes fun of the whole thing at the end. Um, um, and jewelry is the best friend. It's the only secure thing. It will not change and it will not betray you. Jewelry it's is pure. forever. Diamonds are forever. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's marketing. Pure. Yeah. <laughs> only only marketing. So yeah, and I think that's that's using. It's almost using it as a as a tool, like as a transactional tool. You don't use it as proper money. You use jewelry to kind of replace that. Yeah, but, you use jewelry to replace money. Yeah, but it can also be 
a sign of love, like Titanic. Oh, and <laughs> the romance. Yes. Yeah, let's go into the romance yes. and forget about money. Who cares about money? I want love. Oh, I want... <laughs> yes, Titanic. So, yeah, the, the jewelry in the movie, I think I don't really need to explain the movie because... Yeah, it's a it's, classic. Yeah, and it's recent, so uh, everybody knows it, I think. Yeah, not so recent, but you... Yeah, it's present. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and the jewelry is very present and very... Central um, to the story, no? Yes, because actually in the beginning of the movie, or is it the end now, when she throws the... The, the necklace? It's, yeah. it's the beginning and the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. She starts looking at it, and then at the end she throws it away after you see the whole movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it also contains the whole history, the whole, f- the, 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 all, the, all of the feelings that she uh, was uh, feeling at the time. time. Yes, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's essential to... Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, her, the necklace has this, um, all the memory, no? The whole, because she's looking at the necklace, she remembers the whole story, she tells the story, and then... Or, or everything she lost, and then she finally kind of lets go of that by throwing it away. Yeah, it's a yeah. repository. Is that correct? I don't know. Repository. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's just, yeah, just describe on. it. Yeah, it's like um, a, a place. Yes, a thank you. Yes, of uh, memories, feelings, the story itself, and everything that she was at that time at, at the yeah, period. it's also a, stati- a symbol of status, no? And of wealth. Yes. And then... During the story, yes. 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 And then the, the the necklace continues on to have more and more meaning, not just of uh, not just this economic value, but also this uh, sentimental value. And this uh, the, the necklace stands for the whole story at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it has all this emotional component and, and it gains, like, layers, layers. and layers... Mm-hmm. Of value, like a container, you put more and more in at the end, and um, she has to get rid of the physical object yeah. to let go of this um, emotional baggage she's carrying around. Yeah, this burden of yeah. surviving. And yeah. it's actually fascinating because the one who gave to her is the one that she doesn't like. She just isn't it? Isn't, isn't the guy? Perhaps sometimes the memory. She was not ah okay, but then that's that's what happened. It's fascinating this uh, how it changes meanings. Me. Yes, these meanings that the, the the pieces absorbed, and then in the end, of course, she just let it go and say, okay, my story is finished, and she gives it to the sea. It's yeah. done. It's yeah. done. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's beautiful. It's very nice. Yeah, let's move on to your favorite reference. Connie. Yes, I'm let's so talk. excited about this. <laughs> Um, Lord of the Rings. I mean, yes. it's the first thing that t- comes to mind when talking about jewelry and movies and books, and I love it. So, um, it is in the title. Yeah, it is in the title. But let's start with the less obvious thing, not with the Ring of Power. Let's start with Arwen's um, necklace, because it's kind of similar to what <coughs> we were talking about before. Um so this necklace is a symbol of love. Who has the necklace? The the elven woman, Arwen. Ah, uh, yeah. 
and she has this necklace that she gifts us, gifts to uh, Aragon, like she gives it to him, kind of representing. And who who was Aragon? He, it was the human, right? See si. that she fell in love. That, that she fell in love with. So she is immortal, and he is not. Mm-hmm. And she falls in love with him. So she gives this necklace, symbolizing her eternal love, yeah. and that she will give up her immortality to be with him and to live a life with him, uh, a yeah. limited life, but filled cool. with meaning and love. Yes, and not to be alone forever. <laughs> Um, oh God, like alone forever, but not to watch him die and decay and yes, kind of like not so to stand by by him and then to see also their children die. I mean, it's kind of she gives up one thing for love, and this necklace represents all that. Mm. Um, so I think I think Tolkien, the writer, has has kind of he really grasps this idea of of the power of. Uh, jewelry, because he constantly uses it as objects of magic or of power filled with symbolism. And I mean, he does call it the Lord of the Rings, of um, <laughs> this one powerful ring to rule, to rule them, to all. Rule, the, rule them all. And it's the the villain of the story who does who creates the ring, and the villain yeah. dies at the beginning, but the ring is still there, so the villain is not dead. <laughs> yeah, so the ring stands for the villain. The ring is like, uh, yeah, the the ring is the villain at the end, at the, yes. during the movie. Yes, during the the whole um, story, the villain has his own will and power and corruption, mm-hmm. and um, and it it has like his own identity and personality, and wants to get back to the owner, which I think as makers is kind of. It's beautiful. very cute, though. <laughs> I mean, in the movie, it's like, woof, what's happening? But also, as makers, the idea that the ring wants to come back to you, and every time you use it, uh, not being the maker, the ring will guide you to... Back to the maker. To the maker, yes. Back to the original, the rightful owner or oh something. Oh my god, that's so poetic. I didn't, it's so poetic, I didn't yes. think about that, how the, the piece, how the ring would like to... Come back Beats, to you. <laughs> uh, because, oh my God, I can only think how uh, how powerful in Tokyan that's, um, that's a point, and Tokyan must be like super amazing to have emphasized this power of the jewelry in this ring. And of course, it's fantasy, but yeah, it brings so much that we can we can bring to here now in our reality. This how how powerful jewelry can be for us. Okay, it does not make us invisible. Sometimes I would love but to have a ring that makes you invisible. invisible. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm I now want to be invisible and then oh here I am and just taking yeah. off and, and putting in. <laughs> yeah, but in the case of the Lord of the Rings it's not like a good invisibility. It's no. like you feel lost and out of touch. And yeah, and you're in another dimension and, and Sauron the villain is looking at you. And yes. can because the ring is trying to go back, so you're like in this spiritual um, realm. dimension realm, yes. and he's trying to find you. It's like an in between. Yes, still is very poetic. Yeah, because <laughs> I try to, I try to to understand as we we 
kind of talked before to bring it to now mm -hmm. and uh, also how it relates to the real world exactly exactly and i think and i think this is very fascinating how he transfers all of this from fantasy or from reality to fantasy and from fantasy to reality mm -hmm. so we can uh, understand how how jewelry can change someone make someone invisible or visible and uh, yeah just by using it just and by and changing just by using it mm -hmm. and yeah i mean that's kind of a big part of the the books and the movies that um the main character frollo has to wear the ring on on his, uh, on, on his neck on a chain because yeah. if he wears it how a ring is worn on the uh, finger then he disappears so he has to wear it like that um and that the the ring has this corruptive power over people who are in contact with it they yeah. all want it it's a greed it's a desire it's corruptive it changes you and of course these are all negative things because the ring and it's evil but it shows you how jewelry can change you when you use it and in different ways you use it i mean it's different to wear a ring on a necklace Then wear it on your finger. Yeah, the meaning is completely different. Different. It, it changes completely, and it will change you and how you show yourself. So, yeah, but I think even now a ring or piece of jewelry in a, in a way can also do bad things. Can be bad jewelry. Like I'm using this, and I want you to be envious of me. You know, I mean, of course it's not the same and just making a parallel so yeah also like with with this um creating distance and and saying like i am i have more money i am more powerful yeah. i am better yeah and be me yeah If, i mean be jealous a, girl so i think there is jewelry that can have this negative feelings yeah um, yeah that you sure. want to to create in others um <laughs> Yeah. But it's easy to create like negative feelings or positive feelings with objects that are so intimate to you and yeah. are, are so uh, full of meaning. So, I mean, you can play a lot with that, with the human emotion through a also. ring or through a piece of jewelry. Yeah. It's quite, especially if it was given by someone or if it represents something. Also, yeah, it can do a lot of harm. <laughs> talking about the lord of the rings <laughs> yes yes i think no i think like for me one of like the last thing that i find that's so um meaningful inside of the lore of the lord of the rings is that you can all only destroy it where it was made like in the oh. fire it was forged with or in you know they have to go to a border to the mountain to destroy it in the same place it was created. Um, <laughs> because no nowhere else is possible. You cannot destroy it any in with any other means. So um, yeah. that's also very poetic. <laughs> be like its destruction and its um, demise can only happen where it was created. In the place of origin. And there we come to um, Superman with the kryptonite. Ah, oh, yeah, the kryptonite. Yeah, because kryptonite is in the... In Krypton, like, where yeah, he's, from. he's from. And so the, everyone is normal there, or kind of. No, no every, Well, they all have these powers, and they, the only thing that can destroy them mm -hmm. is kryptonite, which 
is from there. But mm. uh, isn't it something about the sun and that's why Superman has these amazing powers here and not on Krypton? I have I, not seen the movie. I, yeah, I, I think so. Know. I think like in Krypton he does not have powers because it's made of kryptonite. But then, <laughs> or something like that. I'm not sure. But on Earth I, he I does will have, have to it. believe you. <laughs> I think yeah, there's something else like that. Wh- whatever. That's not the point. The yeah. point the is point is where he's from will destroy him. Yes, the place get away of from your place of origin. <laughs> so this is all a plot to say yes to immigrants. Yeah, I mean we're all good now. <laughs> yeah. We cannot be destroyed. We are away from our place of origin. Um yeah, but and and in, in general in, in comic books you have this powerful Crystals yes. and gems, and gems. Like all the most of gemstones or crystals have um, this healing powers or this special magical properties mm-hmm. that will, I don't know, will make you good, bad, more great. powerful, basically, like yeah. um, the infinity stones and in, in marble. You know, they have <laughs> this power, and it's they're like. They're infinity stones, so and they represent all these different kind of um, magic. I will call it. Uh, so if you have them, you will be also more, more powerful. And it's then we come to what you were saying uh, before, Anna, um, on our conversation that it's used as weapons. Yeah, yeah. Am I also remembering just now? But Adventure Time, in Adventure Time, you also have like an episode where they have to put together all the stones of the crowns of the princesses to for a book, the Inferidian. And then with that, like only with the, those, that stones of the jewelry of the princess, you are able to, well, do something to destroy evil. Na, na, na. So that's a good reference <laughs> also. Yeah, so it's kind of like this magical power of the stones yeah. put into yeah. jewelry. That makes it into a powerful weapon later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is funny, like how, yeah, like what you were saying, like how jewelry is, in this case, is, is also kind of a weapon. Uh, I love know. this. Yeah, but it's like a real, weird realization, like jewelry, in all of, not, well, not in the, a lot of the references. In a lot of the references, is not just jewelry, it's also a thing that can be used to destroy. It will save, for the infinity, for for example, it will save the world, but it can also destroy it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's a a weapon that can be used for good and evil. Yeah, exactly. Adventure time, the same. Mm -hmm. Except Lord of the Rings. Because the ring itself, it's evil. Yeah, but also because the maker was evil, but the other rings, if used together, I think they would also have something or not. They're never used, though. But they do have power. Yeah. But, but those are not evil. Remember me about this adventure time. I it's don't know. comics. It's a comic show, show on um, Cartoon Network. And yeah, it's very fun. It's like uh, with uh, Finn and Jake. Jack, Jack. Finn and Jake. Finn and Jake. I'm sorry. Finn and Jake, like the yellow dog and the boy with uh, a white hat that looks like a rabbit. Nope. I well, don't know. It doesn't matter. Cartoons. I'm a, I love it. Um, I always, I, I, I mean, not these cartoons. I would say Disney. We have to go to Disney. Yes, talking of Disney, we have The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Amazing reference. Yes. That's such a good example. Yeah, where um, Ariel, Ariel, 
goes to Ursula to be able to be human, and in exchange for she becoming human, Ursula keeps her voice as a necklace. Yeah, in a shell. In a shell, in, a, in her. I don't know if it's a shell, but as it's, a yeah, shell. It's a shell, and the shell she uses as a necklace. Yes. So that's also like that's that's so poetic, very poetic. Well. Yeah, I mean because kind of her way of communicating, like her voice, her identity. Yes. Is she it's gives all that up, and it is all put into a piece of jewelry. Yeah. As you said before, how beautiful is that? Yes, like yes. jewelry is a tool for communication. In this case, literal. literal. <laughs> yes, she has no voice anymore. Um, yeah, it's quite. It's quite who nice. Who does that? Like, yeah, who does? I don't like Ariel. I love Ursula though. Yeah, and she's a jewelry maker. She's one of uh, us. Yeah, but in the original story of the Little Mermaid, it's completely different. Yeah, but she we, dies, we are right? this spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> spoilers on the original story she dies. Yeah, it's much more grimmer. Um Yeah, she becomes foreign. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I know also that. I was so sad when I heard it. When I, I read it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I mean good. she does give up her voice. Who in her right mind? She didn't <laughs> even know the man. Yeah, but love is love, you know. And a princess without a man is nothing. Oh my I God. am skeptical of the whole thing. And that's yes. why I like Ursula, because in a way, in the Disney version, she was saying, girl, what you're doing is stupid. Yeah, but also, I will take advantage. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, her stakes are so ridiculously high. It's, it's, a, it's human versus your voice. What? Like, she, she's becoming human and she's giving up her voice. Like, the stakes are so high. Yeah, but it's also sh- saying with that that she's not only her voice. Yeah, it sacrifices. She can she, communicate she, in yes, a different body language, remember? Yeah, that voice is only a little part of her. Like, a part that was very important, but also not enough for her to give up the love of her life, which she only saw in a shipwreck, but saved. But yes. saved. She saved. I mean, she did save his life. So yes, of course he, she had to fall in love. Yeah, easy. what was his name? Eric. Eric. Yes. yes. Eric and Ariel, and then they marry and have a daughter, and then the Disney ruined the movies. There is another one. Oh, there's yes. there a lot. After there's the two. Ah, okay. There, there's the two, right? Yes. I think there's more. I think it's like seven. But what? The, yeah, I think there's a lot, but the quality is very bad. I know there is a two, a, a second one. Okay, just know the first one. Yeah, but and it doesn't matter. But yeah. it's like the they killed Ursula. I like Ursula. Of course, I'm not gonna <laughs> see the, the rest. I mean, yeah, come on. I think Ursula's sister is on the second. Is no. she a school? No, we're getting sidetracked. Yes, yes. <laughs> we digress. Continuing with okay, but yeah, but identity. I mean, jewelry as this um, placeholder for identity, and then the. The very cool reference we found was the Horcruxes of Voldemort. Oh, yes, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. We're go- we're going for the classic classics, <laughs> Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Harry Potter. Yes, um, but it's pop, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's popular culture. We grew up with that. It's yes. it's in our minds, and <laughs> no, because well, he does create these Horcruxes to kind of like as a plot to live forever and so he separates his soul 
in seven pieces and he has to place that in objects or subjects. Um, so three of them are, no, two of them are, are alive. Like one is Harry, which is the main character. So, mm -hmm. And it was a mistake, right? Also, Yeah, I don't think it was on purpose. No, it was but a that's, mistake. But that is what made the connection between them. Yeah. yeah. Because a part of him was inside of Harry, like part of his soul. Mm -hmm. And the other is the snake. Yes. Uh, and um, and then his diary, like we see in the second movie, and that's why you know it was like this powerful diary and kind of, um, but yeah. it's very personal. Like how intimate and is your, your yeah, diary? Yeah, it's, it's a very intimate thing. Like it's a very personal, intimate thing. Almost symbolically, I think we can um, put it side by side with jewelry. See, it's not jewelry, obviously, but the meaning behind it and the mm. importance one gives. Yeah. And it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe and even worse because diary, it's like all your, your thoughts. Like, no, and you cannot even touch the diary because it is your life on your person. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Side yeah. Tracking again. We digress again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but the other four of the seven are jewelry or jewelry related. I mean, you have the cup, but it's made of metal so you have at least like this very jewelry related material mm -hmm. and then it's a ring uh, a locket and a diadem like a tiara, a tiara. so mm -hmm. i mean the if you choose objects to put part of your soul inside it they have to be meaningful they have to be important and um so he has his personal diary his pet that he can talk with, <laughs> you and know, it's and it's a snake. Yeah, but the snake has a lot of meaning in the yeah. in the in the, uh, yeah. in the uh, universe. Life. Yes, in the universe. <laughs> for, for life. And yeah, in the universe of Harry Potter, but also, also. but also yeah. in real life. In real. <laughs> because Harry Potter is not real life. No, and um, we always have to repeat that so we don't forget <laughs> we're not in Hogwarts. No, um, and the other four are. are jewelry related objects and so your identity your soul is or his soul is placed in jewelry and I think we kind of when I was reading the books and watching the movies the first time it's like you pass through that it's yeah, not important it. but come on yes. the, yeah. the writer she chose these objects because they have this capacity of yes. holding the importance yeah, because they're small objects that, in this case, were kind of easy to hide, like common, normal objects, but also objects that are full of importance, like full of meaning, you know? Like, mm -hmm. how can something so small as a ring uh, carry so much with it of, the, of its wearer, of its maker, of yeah. everything? And that's something that we also see with the Lord of the Rings uh, ring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is that both uh, Tolkien and J.K. Rowling could see that um, could see this cultural importance of jewelry, this almost hidden importance. No? Yeah, I think because it's, it's not hidden. I think it's very there. We just but it's subconscious. Yes, yes because we we are not. I think this is so obvious. Maybe you know, in yes. unconscious way for us that we don't realize that it's there. But it's it's pretty obvious. Come on, a very powerful ring. 
and uh, that it changes the whole world in the Lord of the Rings. It, it, if you but the attention doesn't go to jewelry is powerful oh, or jewelry yes. is important. It goes to that independent the object. the magical thing yeah. of that one object. Yeah, and I True. think because it's so small and we can carry it and mm -hmm. we wear it on our body. Yes, it it it's charged with meaning like. A ring, a necklace, a brooch, like whatever jewelry you're using, you carry it with you and it gets filled with meaning and experiences and stories and identity. So, and then yeah. of course you have the whole other financial part or um, yeah. healing part of stones. Yeah, or I would also say that's not the most important thing about jewelry, no. the cultural perception. That's the first, jewelry. perhaps, the first impression when you see jewelry. Yeah, like that's the, the, the that's like the most um, superficial impre impression that jewelry gets has to, in people is that's all about monetary value and na na na, like we talked last episode. But also, once you start analyzing all of these pop culture mm -hmm. references, it's not really about the money the money part. It's not really about the the materiality or or I mean not materiality but the economical it's, financial yeah part. it's mostly about this uh social understanding that these objects carry so much in them and that they are very good tools to say something yeah they're you know? tools of communication they're tools very of communication clearly. that just because you're choosing a ring it already have like this cultural importance because a ring stands for a marriage for commitment so, I mean, not always, but mostly, um, it has this connection to someone else, usually. Mm -hmm. So, all of these pop cultures uh, take that, and it's funny, no? But I, I think it has to be that way also, because they want to relate to their readers. Yeah. And that's why this is all, for us, maybe very unconscious, because we see it, but we don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we 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 don't realize we don't pay attention because mm -hmm. it's there every day. Every yeah. day you're talking about a grandmother's or, or uh, jewelry or your wedding ring, which you wear it every day. Okay, if you look at it, you but you're not going to think mm -hmm. when you look at it. Oh, I am married. Every time you look at it, it's there, but you don't yeah, yeah. have this consciousness. Conscious and it's um very present but we don't talk about it and because we don't talk about it not in a taboo way just in a just it's so obvious we don't have to yeah, yeah. so obvious it's so there so every time that we don't have to talk about it but at the same time because we don't talk about it it's kind of lost yeah so people don't realize like once you stop and think about it yes. okay I think everyone will have examples of meaningful jewelry, mm -hmm. of important, of being able to analyze it also. But almost no one will take the time because there is nothing that demands it. Yeah. Because it's such a normal social understanding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. it's fascinating when we look at a movie and then we <gasps> look there's this very powerful ring or, or look, this uh, cup or jewelry related or oh, this magic uh, stone, it 
kills and saves at the same time, it's um, it's a bit under the it's subtle. And yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, I it's, think very it's fascinating. Yeah. It's less about that is jewelry and it's more about his function and the and the plot. Mm-hmm. Um but I think if you would change the the object it is, I mean, if it's not a ring but a chair, no come on. Yeah. No, it's, it's not the you same. You cannot. No. Or even if you change the ring by for a book. Like, you know, it's still like the it book. It still a lot of the books. Yeah. No. But it's not the same. The book no. would have to be like those a very diary. important, <laughs> or very important containing, uh, communicating something yeah, like but magic or... But balance. still it's completely yes, different. Yes, I agree. Oh, I agree. So I, when you, I mean, it works because it's jewelry. And we ignore that fact, like yeah. very easily, because it's so natural, yeah. obvious. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think what we can learn from this conversation is that um, jewelry—it's so there that it's not, <laughs> <laughs> and also that we need to talk more about it, and uh, we need more content about this topic. Yeah, not I think just contemporary jewelry, which is our our, our field, field of research. But also like normal jewelry, like everyday common objects. We need we need more. We need more research, more academic texts, more. We need someone um, that takes the time and really analyzes movies with jewelry and the meaning behind it. And yeah, and like, then make a book about it. That's a good thesis. People take our ideas. Yes, <laughs> some some movie major or art historian or yeah. like, you know you can do this. <laughs> we we gift you the idea. <laughs> Please, yeah. we want to have more content. We want to that we people to talk read. about it. Yes. <laughs> If you do use this idea, please tell us, and then we can have an episode of you talking about it, or maybe an interview. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Nice, an interview. We can give you a yeah. shout out. <laughs> Help you get the word out there, also. Yes, with our five listeners. <laughs> no, it will, it will be more. How dare you? <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for listening. And yes. I think this resumes our episode. Uh, please follow us on Instagram if you can. Give us uh, shout outs, messages, whatever you want. We are there. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Jewelry Fort. Hear you next week. And. Um, Next week we will upload a different kind of episode, it's, it will be shorter, it will be like an opinion piece, so we're um, thinking about always alternating long episodes with shorter ones, where one of us will give her an opinion on what we're reading at the moment, an exhibition we saw, um, or just something we care something we care about in relation to jewelry. So stay tuned.